ask her. She's got all the answers, at least about that. Or most things here at Hope Church, actually, it turns out she has all the answers. So that's, that's good. Um, also, uh, Hope Church, let me try that again. Hope Church, fun for, Hope for Kids, Fun in the Sunday. I should know that by like the back of my hand. Hope for Kids, Fun in the Sunday is coming up on August 9th. And I don't know if we're still looking for volunteers. Is Jen in the room? She's not in the room at the moment. But um, that is for all the kids of Hope Church and any of their friends or any kids that you might know around the neighborhood. We encourage you to ask their parents before you bring them. You know, if you're, if you're going to pick up kids in the neighborhood, you should ask their parents before you bring them. Uh, that's a joke, just, just for funny. Uh, but um, that's just for the kids to come together for one day this summer before school starts again and uh, to spend some time learning about Jesus, spend some time having a lot of fun together, eating, singing, all that kind of stuff. And then at the end of that, this is the third announcement, at the end of that, we are having a family dinner. And that is for the people who are attending and also for all y'all or anybody else you want to invite. So if you're interested in having dinner just as a big family dinner and all of us coming together and eating together and enjoying one another's fellowship, you can ask me because I might have most of the answers about that. Uh, if you have any questions about it, also, if you would like to sign up for it, you can do so on the website. Last announcement is the Costellos and the Clarks are in need of boxes because they are all planning to move closer to Hope Church because they all kind of live at a distance. So how many people know what Amazon is? All right, just checking. I, I suspect if you're anything like us, you get probably a dozen boxes from Amazon in a given well, at our house, it might be in a given week. So if you get boxes from Amazon and you don't know what to do with those boxes, see the Costellos, see the Clarks. You can raise your hands and, and wave them around a little bit so that they know who you are. Uh, and, and offer to bring them over to them because they need them so that they can move and be closer and connect more here at Hope Church. So with that, I'm going to invite Tom and Alfredo. Are they bo you both coming up at the same time? Well, why don't you come on up? He and his wife are both coming up. So you all can come on up. <laughs> Alfredo, Daniel, pueden venir adelante. Um, Joan and our, the Costellos here, they are. Welcome. Come on down. And is John Fliss here? I don't see John. All right. Okay. Come over this way so everybody can see y'all. Good morning. All right, so we haven't scared y'all away yet. <laughs> Not sure what's wrong with you, but you've come up to join Hope Church this morning. Uh, bienvenidos. Um, so let's see, just briefly, Joan comes to us via her son Jimmy, who's one of our deacons, and her daughter-in-law, Jen, who's also one of our deacons, and all of her wonderful grandkids that have gone here. Um, and uh, so we're glad to have you on board. Yeah, good to have you with us. Uh, Jacob and Sadie come to us. Uh, well, I guess Jacob and I go back. Oh, there's John. Welcome. All right. Um, Jacob and I go back to about 2014, something like that. And uh, we were in a, a Bible study that uh, Jim Harris, one of our elders, and I led down at Lackland. Um, and uh, yeah, that was many, many moons ago. And now he's stationed back here in San Antonio and brought his lovely wife with him. And so she's stuck with us. <laughs> yes. Good, good. So, uh, and then uh, Dinell and Alfredo come to us from Cuba. And in 2004, I was in Cuba with my wife and my friend Pachi Quesada um, asked me, he's like, have you never been to Trinidad? And I said, I don't know what that is. And he said, it's the second oldest city in the new world. Come with me. And we, we, Kathy and I get in his car. We drive halfway across Cuba over some mountain range and down to the coast. And it's this cobblestone city on the coast of Cuba, on the Caribbean side of Cuba, not the Atlantic side, but the inside of the banana. And, uh, um, and we met Dinell and Alfredo there in 2004. And he and his wife and his daughter have recently uh, immigrated to the United States and chose to come to San Antonio. 
and I brought uh, Alfredo to my house one day to, to, meet my, to see my wife, and she goes, I know you, and she went and dug out a scrapbook and found a yeah. picture of the three of us from 2004. Uh, y- y- no, you look the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. That, that 20 years has added some, uh, yeah. <laughs> some gringo to the equation. Um, and uh, so John Fliss, his father Jack is a deacon here at Hope, and uh, John has come to, uh, to us via his dad, really, and um, is here to join this morning. Uh, do I get to say what you do? Yeah. Uh, John's a police officer here in the city of San Antonio. Um, yep. Thank you for your service to our city, sir, for putting yourself at risk for us. We appreciate it. Uh, so... That's our crew that's joining this morning. I have some questions for y'all. As you come to be members of the church, we collectively, our our job is to represent Christ on earth. That's, uh, he he doesn't have very good judgment because he he asked us to be his representatives (laughs) on earth. Um, So I question his judgment. He does have good judgment, actually. He's, he's, yeah, you understand irony and bad bad humor um, all right so as the visible church that's our job to um, live out the love of God in real time in this real world that's not always pleasant um, but the main criteria for membership at hope is that you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and so we're going to ask you some questions to that end and then um, once you've answered, we'll declare you members and pray for you, and that'll be it. You ready? Yeah. Well, it won't be it. That's just where it begins. <laughs> yeah. You know how nice we've been to you so far? We were just recruiting you. <laughs> yeah. Now it all changes. Just kidding. All right. Uh, do you acknowledge yourselves to be sinners in the sight of God and without hope for your salvation except in his sovereign mercy? Reconoces que ustedes son pecadores en la vista de Dios y sin esperanza por su salvación aparte de su misericordia. Soberano. Okay. Do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God and the Savior of sinners, and do you receive and depend upon him alone for your salvation as he is offered in the Gospels? Okay. All right. Um, ¿Crees en el el Señor Jesucristo como el Hijo de Dios, Salvador de pecadores, y le recibes y dependes en Él solamente por tu salvación como Él está ofrecido en el Evangelio. Okay. Do you now promise and resolve in humble reliance upon the grace of the Holy Spirit that you will endeavor to live as become followers of Jesus Christ? Okay. Um, Prometas y resuelves en humildad uh, dependiente por la gracia del, del Espíritu Santo que vas a vivir uh, como siguiente de Cristo. Seguidor. Seguidor de Cristo. Seguidor. Seguidor. I'll get it eventually. <laughs> Do you promise to serve Christ and his church by supporting and participating with this congregation in its service to God and its ministry to others according to the best of your abilities? Que prometa servir a Cristo y su iglesia por apoyar y participar en la vida de esta congregación uh, en, el, en su servicio a Dios y en su ministerio a otros al, a lo mejor de su capacidad. Okay. And do you submit yourselves to the government and discipline of the Evangelical Presbyterian Church and to the spiritual oversight of Hope Church's session of elders? And do you promise to promote the unity, purity, and peace of the Church of our Lord Jesus Christ? que sumitieron sí mismos al gobierno y disciplina de la iglesia evangélica presbiteriana y ponles bajo de la autoridad espiritual de esa iglesia del conjunto de de ancianos y pronetas a servir la unidad puridad pureza. pureza Y paz de la iglesia de Nuestra Señor Jesucristo. Okay. Bueno. Uh, insofar as you have made professions, professions of your saving faith in Jesus Christ and you have uh, 
committed to be a part of what God is doing here at Hope Church. I hereby pronounce you members in good standing of Hope Church, and uh, we would like to pray for you as we receive you into membership. Father God, we thank you for the ways in which you grow your church, that you bring uh, souls together from many different uh, origins, that you have brought us together for a reason, for a purpose, to serve you, to glorify you, to extend your grace and your love in this dark and hurting world. We thank you for these that are joining today, for those who've joined in the past and those who will join in the future. We just pray that you would be glorified through our service in your church, and we pray your blessing over each family represented here. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and lead them to express your love and grace to those around them. In Jesus' holy and precious name we pray, amen. Welcome. Okay. You are dismissed, except for you. Yeah, you're stuck with me. Okay. Mire un guajiro muy avanzado. Just as verde. Okay. We are so glad to be here today. I'm in English, not my first language, but I can understand very well. Uh, we are so glad to receive a member of this Hub Church. And, you know, we're so excited uh, to see all that God made through us in this city. Thank you. Thank you. Claro. Un honor. Yeah. yeah. Servir al lado de ti. Gracias, gracias. Bueno, eh, queremos seguir hablando sobre el tema de las cartas de amor eh, en Primera de Juan. ¿Oramos? Sí, Le, vamos a leer ah, primero okay. el texto y después y oramos, ¿no? Sí, está okay. bien. Uh, y los niños. Oh, the children's. <laughs> oh, I don't know how how to handle this. <laughs> it's okay. Yo te lo tengo. Okay. No, no hay problema. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so we would like to invite all of the important people yeah. up to the front at this time. If you are in fifth grade or uh, younger, we invite you down for our children's chat at this time. Good morning. <coughs> all right. Good. We uh, like visitors. It's a full house. All right. So, what is a bird? It's a bird. How do you know if something is a bird? It flies. Not all birds fly. What birds don't fly? Penguins don't fly. They fly in the water, which is crazy. Really good swimming. I think flamingos fly. I've actually seen a flamingo fly. It was in Cuba. That's not another story. <laughs> what other birds don't fly? Ducks, Ducks fly? Yeah. They fly from like Canada to Mexico <laughs> every year and back. What? Baby, Baby ducks don't fly. Baby ducks. Very <laughs> good. Yeah. That's actually spot on. Okay, babe, all baby birds don't fly. Chickens don't fly very well. And they can fly a little bit, and uh, I, was in, I was in Cuba one time, so Pastor Alfredo is from Cuba, yeah. and I was in Cuba one time after a big hurricane had gone through, and an American chicken company called Sanderson Farms had donated like shiploads of chicken to send to Cuba, but they kept back all the wings and all the breast meat because they could sell that here for a lot more money, <laughs> and they gave away all these chicken legs and whatnot. And the joke in Cuba was that American chickens can't fly. Because <laughs> no, they saw all this chicken, they never saw any wings or breast meat. Anyway, um, okay. Ostriches cannot fly. They can run really fast. And they can kick hard. <laughs> You're not wrong. Baby birds. Okay. 
So you, you know how, how else do you know what a bird is? How do you know it's a, if you're looking at something, how do you know it's a bird? It, they, have, they have wings. They, have, they may or may not be able to fly, but they do have wings. They have a beak. What, what, they have two legs. They do have little wings. They're like little flippers. Yeah. What else do all birds have that we don't have? Hmm. Good job, Piper. Feathers. Yeah, bird. so if you look at an animal and it has two legs, two wings, a beak, and it's covered with feathers, it's probably... A bird or a duck-billed platypus, but that's not important right now. <laughs> they don't have they don't have feathers. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. You found a baby dead bird. Did you? That's sad. I'm sorry that happened. All right. How do you? So you know how to figure out what a bird is, right? If you see an animal, you can tell whether it's a bird or not. Okay. Um, how do you know what love is? How do you know what love is? What? It's a heart. Okay. It's a good symbol for love. Because you're not mean. Okay. People care about you. So caring, kindness, being nice. Those being gentle. Those are ways that people show love. All right. I'm going to read you a Bible verse that tells us how do we know what love is. Are you ready? By this, we know love. That he, who's, who's the he? It's the children's chat. Who's the, cheat? Who's the he? Jesus. Jesus. All right. By this, we know love. That he, that's Jesus, laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers, for our brothers and sisters in Christ. So, how do we know what love is? God showed us through who? It's the children's chat. You know the answer. Through the sacrifice of his son on the cross to give us forgiveness, to show us love that lasts. How long does God's love last? Like a week? Two weeks? A month? A year? A million years? Is it, only, does it stop after a million years? No. no. It keeps going forever. It's bigger than time. God's love. And, and who does God love? All of us. And how do you know what love is? He offered his son as a sacrifice for your forgiveness. That's how God showed us what love is. And he wants us to live in such a way that we don't do just what we want. We go around and show love to others by doing what they want. Okay, I think you get it. Can I pray for you all before you go to Hope for Kids? All right, let's say a prayer. Dear God, thank you for your love. Thank you for showing us what love is by sending your son to offer himself as a sacrifice for our sins that we might be forgiven and made clean before you and be given eternal life to live with you in your love forever. Lord, I thank you that these children understand that your love lasts forever, and I pray that as they spend more time in your word today and hope for kids, that you would fill them with your Holy Spirit and lead them into a deeper understanding of how much you love them through your son Jesus. It is in his name we pray. Amen. Y'all have a great time in hope for kids. Thanks for coming. Bien hecho. <laughs> You're doing well, man. Oíste este, este dicho yeah. de, de gallina de, de los de pollo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. En Cuba se dice que las gallinas de aquí no tienen ni no alas, pueden volar. Ni, ni, ni breast, <laughs> ni, ni one. Está bien. I'm sorry. Uh, es para mí un privilegio estar esta mañana acá para compartir la palabra de Dios. It's truly a privilege to be here with you to share God's word. Uh, voy a tratar de hablar bien despacio en español. ¿Cómo? 
Vamos a buscar en nuestras Biblias la primera carta de Juan. We're looking this morning in our Bibles at the book of 1 John. It's toward the very end of your Bible if that's where you are. Capítulo 3. We're in chapter 3. Los versos 16 al 24. Verses 16 through 24. Y el, puedes leerlo en inglés. It's okay. You can read in English. Tú léelo en español ah, y yo leo yo en inglés. Conocemos lo que es el amor verdadero, porque Jesús entregó su vida por nosotros. De manera que nosotros también tenemos que dar la vida por nuestros hermanos. Si alguien tiene suficiente bienes de esta vida para vivir bien y ve a un hermano en necesidad, pero no le muestra compasión, ¿Cómo puede estar el amor de Dios en esa persona? Queridos hijos, que nuestro amor no quede solo en palabras. Mostremos la verdad por medio de nuestras acciones. Nuestras acciones demostrarán que pertenecemos a la verdad. Entonces estaremos confiados cuando estemos delante de Dios. Aun si nos sentimos culpables, Dios es superior a nuestros sentimientos y Él lo sabe todo. Queridos amigos, si no nos sentimos culpables, podemos acercarnos a Dios con plena confianza y recibiremos de Él todo lo que le pidamos porque le obedecemos y hacemos las cosas que a Él le agradan. Y su mandamiento es el siguiente, debemos creer en el nombre de su Hijo Jesucristo y amarnos unos a otros, así como Él nos los ordenó. Los que obedecen los mandamientos de Dios permanecen en comunión con Él y Él permanece en comunión con ellos. Y sabemos que Él vive en nosotros, porque el Espíritu que nos dio vive en nosotros. Excelente. Uh, I'm going to read the same passage, uh, this time in English, from 1 John chapter 3, verses 16 through 24. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for, for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, How does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. By this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our heart before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart. And he knows everything. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is the commandment, that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he has commanded us. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us. Oremos. Padre, te damos gracias en esta mañana. Father God, we give you thanks this morning. Por estar aquí en este lugar. To be here in this place. Reconociendo tu gloria. Remembering your glory. Tu poder your y tu amor. And your love. Al acercarnos a tu palabra. To come into your word. Ayúdanos por tu espíritu para entender qué es lo que tú quieres enseñarnos. Help us by your spirit to understand what it is you want to teach us. En el nombre de Jesús. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Desde que leemos le, la carta, la primera carta de Juan, desde el principio. Since uh, we've been reading through uh, the, the first letter of John uh, from the very beginning of this letter. Eh, Juan está diciendo exactamente que... Ellos están anunciando lo que ellos vieron, lo que ellos palparon, lo que ellos escucharon, lo que ellos experimentaron en su vida. 
John's been telling us and announcing to his listeners um, about what he saw, what he touched, and what they had interacted, what he had interacted with and personally experienced and now testify. Y entonces le está diciendo a esta comunidad de esta verdad que nosotros hemos entendido. John is telling them this is the truth of what we have understood. Y de esta verdad que hemos experimentado. And this is the truth we have experienced. Nosotros le hablamos a ustedes. And we're sharing it with you. Para asegurar los corazones de ustedes. To help secure your own hearts. Para hacer que nuestros corazones tengan descanso. So that our hearts can find rest. Para que Dios use nuestras vidas para mostrar su gloria en este mundo. So that God can be at work in our lives to demonstrate his glory to the world. Ahora bien, en el versículo 16, in verse 16, Juan empieza a definir lo que es el amor. John begins to define what love is. Y nos dice, conocemos lo que es el amor verdadero. And he says, by this we know what true love is. ¿En qué consiste este amor? What is love made of? ¿Qué, ¿Qué significa el amor verdadero? What does true love mean? Juan dice en que Cristo entregó su vida por nosotros. John tells us that it's, it's in the fact that Jesus gave his life for us. Entonces, lo primero, para entender lo que es el amor, the, the first thing we need to understand to define love, en la base de lo que es amor, the basis of love, hay una entrega, there's a giving, y hay un sacrificio. And a sacrifice. Es decir, si vamos a definir el amor, es autoentrega sacrificial. If we're going to define love, we start by defining it. Love is sacrificial self-giving. Juan, capítulo 3, verso 16, el Evangelio de Juan. Uh, John, first, the letter 1 John, chapter 3, verse 16, has some direct correlatives with the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 16. Y nos dice Juan también allí en su Evangelio, ¿qué es el amor? John tells us in his Gospel what love is. Pues Dios amó tanto al mundo que dio a su Hijo unigénito. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son. Ahora, en el tiempo de hoy actual hay muchas definiciones de lo que es amor. In the times we live in, there are many definitions of what love is. Muchas definiciones de amor. Eh, many. En día de San Valentín. Valent <laughs> yeah, Valentine's Day. Todas las... Eso, yeah. eso debe ser una locura. It's crazy. Yeah. Para un cubano venir aquí. Oh, man. Y ver yeah. tanto right. que gastan right. 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 el pueblo yeah. gringo. San Valentín's Day is crazy. Yeah. 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 Just talking about how crazy it must be as a Cuban to come here and see... Like all the money we waste on Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, Pero wow. Es interesante la definición de amor de este mundo. Um, it is interesting to look at the definition that our world gives to love. Siempre es a partir de nosotros. It's always about ourselves. De como yo me siento. How I feel. De mi estado de ánimo. How excited I am. De mis emociones. My emotions. Sin embargo, el Evangelio dice que el amor se define por la autoentrega y el sacrificio por otra persona. Without fail, the gospel teaches us that love is at its core sacrificial self-giving. Y es lo segundo que nos dice Juan aquí. And that's the second thing John teaches us here. Cristo se sacrificó por quién? Por nosotros. Who did Christ sacrifice himself for? Es decir, for us. Amar Amor es amar a alguien que no merece ser amado. To love is to love those who don't deserve to be loved. Ninguno de nosotros merecía ser amado. None of us deserve to be loved. Nadie tiene el derecho de ser amado. No one has the right to be loved by God. Entonces, ¿por qué fuimos amados? So why are we loved? ¿Por qué Dios nos hace el objeto de su amor? Because God has made us the object of his love. Por pura gracia. Es por su gracia. 
by grace, pure grace. Efesios Perdón. Efesios capítulo 2 verso 3. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 3. Nos describe cómo éramos nosotros antes de conocer a Cristo. Describes how we were before Christ came into our hearts. Todos vivíamos así en el pasado. This is how we all lived in the past. Siguiendo los deseos de nuestras pasiones y la inclinación de nuestra naturaleza pecaminosa. Sigue. Por nuestra propia naturaleza éramos objeto de la ira de Dios igual que todos los demás. Naturalmente nosotros no tenemos una disposición para amar a Dios. Uh, Ephesians 2, 3 tells us that we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of our body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. Um, esa es nuestra condición sin Dios. That's our condition apart from God. No amamos a Dios de forma natural. We don't naturally love God. Nos amamos solo a nosotros mismos. We only love ourselves. Seguimos solo lo que nuestra propia naturaleza pecaminosa quiere seguir. We only follow what our own inclinations want us to follow. Y más adelante, en el versículo 8 de And Efesios. A little further along in Ephesians chapter 2 in verse 8. Dice el apóstol Pablo, fuimos salvos por gracia. Paul tells us that we are saved by grace. Entonces, ser tú y yo objetos del amor de Dios. So, you and I are the objects of God's love. Es un don de su gracia. A gift of his grace. Tú y yo no merecíamos ser amados. We don't deserve to be loved. Es interesante porque para empezar a definir lo que es el amor... To begin the de definition of what love is. Juan parte de lo que Cristo hizo por nosotros. It, John begins with what Christ did for us. Nosotros no podemos demostrar realmente el amor de Dios si no entendemos el amor de Dios por nosotros. We can't begin to express the love of God until we've actually experienced the love of God. What God has done for us. Déjeme explicar esto. Allow me to explain this. En la Biblia encontramos muchos mandamientos. In the Bible we encounter many commandments. Y encontramos muchas exhortaciones a obedecer a Dios. And we encounter many exhortations to obey God. La motivación para amar y amar, amar a Dios y amar a los demás. The motivation to love God and love others. Nunca en la Biblia. Never in the Bible. Es presentado como no, el sentido del deber de lo que tenemos que hacer tú y yo. Is, is expressed as an obligation. Sino que siempre la Biblia pone una motivación mayor. The Bible always places a higher motivation on our call to love God and others. Debemos amar a Dios y a los demás. We, we are called to love God and love others. Como Dios nos amó en Cristo. The way God loved us through Christ. La motivación mayor siempre va a ser la gloria de Dios. The motivation is always toward the glory of God. Debemos perdonar como fuimos perdonados. We are to forgive the way we were forgiven. Una persona no hace las cosas sencillamente porque se le dice, debes hacerlo. No, no one does anything with sincerity because they have to do it. Nuestros corazones tienen que ser ablandados por la gracia de Dios. Our, our hearts must be saturated with the grace of God. Entonces, cuando entendemos el amor de Dios por nosotros, entonces estamos listos para amar a Dios Once y a los demás. Once we understand the love of God for ourselves, the sacrificial love of God for ourselves, we are ready to then love God and love others. Por eso, a partir del versículo 17... So, for this reason, from verses 17 onward, bueno, la segunda parte del 16, from the second half of 16, Juan dice, bueno, si Dios nos ha amado así, nosotros también tenemos que dar la vida por nuestros hermanos. John tells us, if we've been loved this way by God through his, the sacrifice of his son, we must then love others. Ahora, ¿Qué significa? ¿Tengo que morir en lugar de Tom? 
¿Cómo? Tengo que morir por ti. Yo tendría que morir por ti. No vale la pena. No vale la pena, ¿verdad? No. <laughs> Um, he, he asked, like, what does this mean? Am I supposed to die for you, Tom? And I said, that wouldn't be worth it. Aquí cuando dice, don't, don't do that. No, cuando dice que tenemos que dar la vida por nuestros hermanos. When, when the Bible says we have to give up our lives for our brethren. Está diciendo que debemos vivir una vida de autoentrega. It just means that we have to live a life of self-giving, of sacrificial self-giving. Por otras personas. For others. Por otras personas que no merecen ser amadas. For those who don't deserve to be loved. Es bien difícil, ¿no? This is, this is really difficult. Pero pe pensemos un momento, eso fue lo que realmente Dios hizo con nosotros. If we think about it for just a moment, we realize this is exactly what God did for us. Tú y yo éramos enemigos. ¿Quién? Y nosotros éramos enemigos de Dios. Uh, we were all enemies of God, the Bible tells us. Y ahora fuimos hechos amigos. And now we've been made his friends. Fuimos reconciliados. We've been reconciled. Si hemos entendido el amor de Dios. If we have understood the love of God. Juan dice, debes vivir una vida de autoentrega por otros. John tells us, if you've understood the love of God, you must live a life of self-giving. Es decir, demostramos el amor de Dios cuando vivimos una vida también de autoentrega. And we must show the love of God by living a life of self-giving. ¿Qué es lo opuesto a una vida de autoentrega? ¿Cómo? ¿Qué es lo opuesto a una vida de autoentrega? Oh, what is the opposite of a life of self-giving? Ser egoísta, pensar solamente en mí. To, to be egotistical, to think only of myself. Mis prioridades, my mis necesidades, my needs, mis sentimientos, my feelings. I'm really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> If you need help, yeah. ask me. I can, <laughs> I can give good counsel. It's okay. <laughs> Una vez uh, hubo un experto de la ley que se acercó a Jesús. At one point, a, a teacher, an expert in the law, of the Jewish Bible came, came to Jesus. Yeah. Mateo 22. This is recorded in Matthew chapter 22. Y le hace una pregunta a Jesús. And he asked a question of Jesus. Tienen que entender el sentido de esta pregunta. We need to understand the, the meaning of this question. Este hombre le está diciendo a Jesús. This man is telling Jesus. ¿Cuál es el significado de la vida? What is the meaning of life? Porque cuando él está diciendo a Jesús, ¿cuál es el mandamiento más importante? Because he's asking Jesus, what is the most important commandment? Le está diciendo, ¿qué es lo más esencial que un ser humano debe hacer en esta vida? What is the essential uh, heart of a human in this life? Y Jesús le responde con dos mandamientos. And Jesus replies with two commandments. Amar a Dios. Love God. Y amar al prójimo. And love your brother. Lo más esencial. The most essential. Lo más importante para la vida humana. The, the, the most central to the human life. Es amar a Dios. Is to love God. Y amar a los demás. And to love others. Como hemos sido amados en Cristo Jesús. ¿Cómo? Como hemos sido amados por the, Dios. The way we have been loved by Christ. Noten aquí. Notice this. En ningún momento se niega el amor propio por nosotros. En un momento, Dios's love comes to us. Pero en la medida que amamos a Dios, but the way we love God, y amamos a los demás, and the way we love others, estamos reconociendo nuestro valor como personas también. Estamos reconociendo nuestro valor como personas. We are recognizing our own value as objects of God's love. Ahora, hay maneras prácticas de demostrar ese amor. There are practical ways to demonstrate Juan this dice love. en el versículo 17, Juan sa John says in, in verse 17, que si alguien tiene bienes de esta vida, recursos, if, if you have resources in this life, y ve a su hermano que tiene alguna necesidad, and you see a brother who's in need, pero no muestra compasión, and you don't show compassion, Juan pregunta, ¿cómo esa persona puede decir que ama a Dios? John asks, how can this person claim to love God? 
Si tenemos bienes de esta vida, una buena pregunta que siempre me hago es, ¿por qué no nos gusta ser generosos? If, if we have the resources of this life, how can we not be generous? ¿Por qué será que no nos gusta ser generosos? How can we not be generous? De alguna manera, hemos creído que los recursos que Dios nos da, in, in one way, we've come to know that the resources that God has given us, buscamos en esos recursos un valor insignificado para nuestras vidas. We look for our own value in those resources. Y, y decimos, si no los tenemos, and if we don't have them, la vida no tiene sentido. Life is without meaning or as lacks in meaning. Es decir, en los bienes de esta vida, nosotros encontramos una especie de justicia. In the... In the <laughs> good, woof. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> otra vez. Usamos los bienes de esta vida para buscar una justificación para nosotros. We, we use the things of this world to, to give significance to ourselves. Muchas cosas materiales vienen a ser nuestros salvadores. We look to material things, many material things, to be our savior. Está bien tener buenos recursos materiales. It's, fi it's fine to have nice things. Pero nunca fueron diseñados por Dios para ser nuestra última. But the, the, these can never be our ultimate source of meaning. El recurso de, de encontrar significado en la vida solo está en Dios. The, the resource for finding significance in life can only come from God. Mira cómo lo presenta Juan. Look at what John presents to us. Miramos a alguien con una necesidad, a un hermano. We see someone with a need. Y no dice, no queremos compartir. El texto no dice eso. El texto dice, cerramos nuestro corazón. The, the text doesn't say, go help them. The text says, um, que nosotros cerramos nuestro corazón. We closed our heart. Sí. No es que no compartimos los recursos. Es que lo primero que cerramos son nuestros corazones. The, the issue is that we close our hearts. Porque en nuestros corazones está esa creencia falsa. Because our hearts are <laughs> looking for a false meaning, or clinging to a false meaning, a false, false source of meaning. Déjeme hablar de una historia del, del libro de Hechos de los Apóstoles. Okay, he wants to share a, a brief portion of the book of Acts, chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, beginning in verse 42, going through verse 47. Allí hay un, un resumen de la vida de los primeros cristianos. This is a summary of the, the lives of the very first Christians. Todos estamos de acuerdo de que allí había un movimiento de Dios increíble. We, we all recognize that in this moment in history there had been a, a, an incredible movement of the Holy Spirit leading to this. Cuando, después de Pentecostés, and, and after that the apostles se bautizaron miles de personas. They baptized thousands of people. Miles de personas conocieron el Evangelio. Thousands of people accepted the gospel. Ahora, ¿qué empezó a suceder en aquella comunidad? And this portion tells us what began to happen bueno, in this community of people. Había la palabra. They were studying God's word. Había oración. Prayer. Había adoración. Worship. Pero mucha generosidad. And lots of generosity. Dice que muchas de las personas que tenían algunas propiedades. The, this passage tells us that several people who had property. Las vendían. Would sell the property. Traían esos bienes, esos recursos, and a los pies de los apóstoles. And bring the proceeds to the feet of the apostles. Y con eso ayudaban a personas necesitadas. And with this, they, they were taking care of the needs of others. Ahora, si no conocemos el contexto de lo que estaba pasando, no vamos a entender todo lo que estaba pasando. If we don't understand the context of what was happening here. ¿Qué estaba pasando? What was happening? Las personas que tenían ciertos recursos materiales en ese tiempo people that had resources in this, in this time period no era ni el 1% casi de la población de Palestina maybe were 1% of the population of Palestine más del 70% de Palestina era pobre so the overwhelming majority of the Palestinians in this time period were in poverty entonces las personas que tenían algunos recursos so the people who had resources solo lo invertían 
only invested si iban a recibir un beneficio propio para ellos. If they were going to receive a benefit for themselves. Piensen. Think about it. Hay un tipo aquí que tiene muchos recursos materiales. There's, there are people in this early church who have material resources. Se está deshaciendo de esos recursos que para él tienen mucha importancia. And they're taking these resources that had great importance for themselves. Para ayudar a otros que no tienen. And giving them to, for the help of those who don't have resources. Dice el versículo 40 y 43 de Hechos capítulo 2. Uh, Acts chapter 2 verse 43 Un profundo temor reverente vino sobre todos ellos and awe came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles Y los apóstoles realizaban muchas señales milagrosas y maravillas Ya yeah. ya lo leí Todos los creyentes se reunían en un mismo lugar y compartían todo lo que tenían And verse 44 all who believed were together and had all things in common. Versículo 45. Vendían sus propiedades y posesiones y compartían el dinero con aquellos en necesidad. Verse 45. They were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. Versículo 46. Adoraban juntos en el templo cada día. Se reunían en casas para la cena del Señor. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes. Dice, y compartían sus comidas con gran gozo y generosidad. They received their food with glad and generous hearts. Todo el tiempo, versículo 47, alabando a Dios y disfrutando de la buena voluntad de la comunidad. Praising God and having favor with all the people. ¿Y qué pasaba? And what happened? Y cada día el Señor añadía a esta comunidad los que iban siendo salvados. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Había un mover de Dios tan there was, fuerte. There was a strong movement of God. Y Dios estaba tan comprometido con lo que estaba pasando allí. And God was so committed to what was happening there. ¿Qué fue lo que pasó cuando Ananí y Zafira quisieron hacer lo mismo? And then shortly after this in the book of Acts, Ananias and Sapphira sell a property what happens in their case? Ellos vendieron sus propiedades. They sold their property. Se quedaron con una parte. They kept part of it for y themselves. Y dieron otra parte para la. And they gave another part very publicly to the church. Ellos quisieron mostrar una generosidad que no estaba empoderada por el evangelio de la gracia de Dios. They tried to show a generosity that was not driven by the grace of God. Siempre que tratamos de mostrar una generosidad y un amor no empoderado en el Evangelio y en el amor de Cristo, vamos a estar muertos. Um, if we don't show generosity as, a, as an extension of God's grace, we are dead in ourselves. Y eso fue lo que pasó con Ananí y Zafira. And that's what happened with these two. Ahora, cuando miramos esta clase de amor que Dios nos manda. ¿Cómo? Cuando, cuando miramos todo este mandamiento de Dios, de amarnos, de amar a Dios. When, when we look at these commandments of God, to love God, to love one another. Yo me imagino muchos de ustedes, al igual que yo, se han sentido que no cumplen con esa verdad. No cumplen el mandamiento. No amamos como debemos amar. We, if you're like me, uh, you don't always comply with this commandment. Fa fallamos en amar a Dios. We, we fail to love God. Y fallamos en amar a nuestros hermanos. And we fail to love our brothers. Versículo 20, hay un elemento aquí que es de juicio. Y Juan está diciendo que podemos sentirnos culpables porque no amamos de la manera que debiéramos amar. So John begins to talk about feeling guilty in our hearts because we haven't loved the way we were supposed to love. No creo que el mandamiento de amar está dado aquí para condenarnos. I don't think that the commandment to love is in this text to condemn us. Sino que vemos que Juan todo el tiempo nos está refiriendo a la gracia y al amor de Dios constantemente. Because God is John is constantly referring to the grace of God as our motivation. Si en algo estamos fallando, no 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 está diciendo, no eres hijo de Dios. If we are failing in our expression of love to God or to others 
what John is saying is that is it's he's not saying you're no longer a child of God. Tú no eres salvo, no está diciendo eso. He's not saying you're not saved. It's not what he's saying. Sino que lo que está diciendo es es animándonos para amar de la manera que hemos sido amados. He's trying to energize us to love again. Por ejemplo, cuando nos enfrentamos a la realidad de que no amamos a alguien como deberíamos amarlo. If, if we face the reality that we haven't loved someone else the way God has loved us. Podemos sentirnos culpables. We can feel guilty. Podemos sentir, no soy un buen cristiano. We can feel like we're not good Christians. Y no creo que ese es el sentido del texto aquí. But that's not what John's trying to tell us here. Porque él dice en el versículo 20. Si nos sentimos culpables, Dios es superior a nuestros sentimientos y Él lo sabe todo. Verse 20, whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart. That's a great line. That is a great line. ¿Qué pasa? ¿Cuál es la referencia que tú y yo tomamos para traer tranquilidad a nuestro corazón? What is it that we have to find in order to bring peace to our hearts. No son nuestros sentimientos. It's not found in our feelings. No son nuestras emociones. It's not found in our emotions. Es más, it's something greater. Siempre vamos a fallar. We are always going to fall short. No vamos a amar como deberíamos amar. We're never going to love the way we should love. Lo estoy diciendo desde ahora. No vamos a ser generoso como deberíamos ser. We're never going to be as generous as we should be. Pero algo sí nunca va a fallar. But there is one thing that will never fail. Y es el amor de Dios por nosotros. It's the love of God for us. Yo pienso. I think. Entre más gratuita es la salvación. Entre más es la gracia. Entre más, más gracia es. Es más santificador el evangelio. The, the I'm just going to try to say it this way. The, the only um, vehicle in our salvation is grace. The, the grace is holiness. The, the holiness, holiness it, come it from comes from God, not from us. It comes no. from God to us. It's all by grace. No debemos dejarnos guiar siempre por nuestros corazones y emociones. We're, we're, otra vez. Nuestras emociones, we're, our, nuestros our sentimientos, and our sentiments no son confiables. Are not trustworthy. <coughs> en, en, el, en el mundo de hoy, el amor se define como tú te sientes. The, in today's world, love consists of what you feel. Pero nosotros no siempre nos sentimos bien. But we don't always feel good. Entonces no es confiable mi sentimiento. My feelings are not dependable. Mis emociones no son confiables. My emotions are not dependable. Juan está diciendo, hay alguien mayor que nosotros y nuestros sentimientos. John is saying, there is one who is greater than our emotions and our feelings. Y ese es Dios. And it's God. Si quieres saber de qué forma has sido amado y justificado, if you want to know how you are loved and justified, mira a Cristo. Look at Christ. No puedes mirar en otra dirección. Vas a fallar. Don't, don't look in any other direction. Vas a fallar. You will fail. No vas a ser generoso. You're not going to be always generous. Pero esfuérzate en el amor y en la gracia de Dios. But find strength in the love and the grace of God. Y eso es lo que está diciendo después en el versículo eh, 21. Sigue leyendo allí Juan. John is telling us that we're called to rest in his love and We're looking now, I think, at verse 21. Queridos amigos, si no nos sentimos culpables, podemos acercarnos a Dios con plena confianza. 21, verse 21. Beloved, y recibiremos de él todo lo que le pidamos, porque le obedecemos y hacemos las cosas que le agradan. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do 
what pleases him. Es decir, mostramos el amor de Dios we demonstrate the love of God. Y cuando descansamos en su justificación. When we rest in his justification. Y en el versículo 23 termina diciendo or in his righteousness would be a La otra forma en la cual mostramos su amor. We're looking at um, how we rest in God's love. Y dice, y su mandamiento es el siguiente. 23 Debemos creer en el nombre de su hijo Jesucristo y amarnos unos a otros así como él nos lo ordenó. Verse 23 This is his commandment that we believe in the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another just as he commanded us. No hay una forma de ser empoderados para amar a Dios y amar a nuestro prójimo. There's no way for us to, or this is the way for us to find the power to love God and to love others. Si no hemos entendido el amor de Dios por nosotros. Is to understand the love of God for ourselves. No se presenta esto como dos mandamientos. We're not looking at these as two commandments. Jesús está diciendo, este es mi mandamiento. Jesus is saying, this is my command. Amar a Dios. Love God. Y amar al prójimo. Love one another. Dice, tal como yo los he amado. Love as I have loved. Y está diciendo en Juan capítulo 13 que esa clase de amor va a ser el testimonio visible de que somos discípulos de Cristo. Boy. I'm sorry. I speak so okay. fast. Okay. Yeah, that was Hebrew. Yeah. Multilingual <laughs> service. Um, John 13 The Gospel of John, chapter 13, John says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. Y capítulo 15 de Juan, And John, chapter 15, versículos 12 al 14, four, uh, 12, 12, 12 14, to 14, and 17, and then just verse 17. Este es mi mandamiento. Amense unos a otros de la misma manera que yo los he amado. No hay amor más grande que el dar la vida por los amigos. Ustedes son mis amigos si hacen lo que yo les mando. Este es mi mandato. Ámense unos a otros. John 15. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. These things I command you so that you will love one another. Mi, mi uh, palabra de ánimo para la iglesia. My encouragement to you, the church. Primero, debemos amar a Dios y a nuestros hermanos. We first are called to love God and love one another. No lo vamos a hacer de manera perfecta. We're not going to do this perfectly. Pero la imperfección de nuestro amor But the imperfection of our love se muestra el amor de Cristo. is a demonstration of God's love, of Jesus' love. Dios está usando personas como tú y como yo. ¿Cómo? Dios usa personas como God, That God will, is willing to use people like you and I. Y una de las cosas que más me ha impactado de Hope Church One of the things that has impacted me the most at Hope Church es la autenticidad. Is the authenticity. Las personas son como son. People are just how they are. Y eso va a ser, va a ser un testimonio para muchas personas que no conocen a Cristo en esta ciudad. Va a, seguir, will, va a seguir siendo un testimonio. This will continue to be a strong testimony to people outside of hope as to what, what God is doing here. Muchas gracias. Thank you. Oramos. Yeah. Tú okay. teclas y yo... Padre, te damos gracias en esta mañana porque hemos sido amados sin merecerlo, Señor. Gracias. Lord, we thank you this morning because we are loved even though we don't deserve it. Y ahora tú nos mandas 
And you have called us a mostrar ese amor en este mundo. To demonstrate that kind of love to the world. Danos tu gracia cada día. Give us your grace every day. Motivanos con el amor con que hemos sido amados en Cristo. Motivate us by the love of Christ. Para que otros puedan conocerte a ti, Señor. So that others may see your light and your love. Ayúdanos para vivir para tu gloria, Señor. Help us to live for your glory. En el nombre de Jesús. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.